Last night, I sat down and started writing down a few things that I thought I'd like to share with you. And I just gotten in. I got in about 1.30 this morning from Corpus Christi. Oh and so I haven't had a lot of sleep. So if I go to sleep, don't think anything about it. <laughs> anyway, Corpus Christi, we spent 12 years there. And it was a good 12 years because our youngest daughter, went to school there and graduated then and she went back with me because we went down this past this past few days and and uh she was uh uh it was good to have her with me because she knew all the kids that came back too so well and her, her husband is from cal allen so it made it was like a homecoming to them and, and everything and then on the way home we decided that the, all three of our daughters went to the University of Texas on a basketball scholarship. Wow. And so they all went and got a degree and walked out of there debt free. And that's pretty, pretty nice this day and time because I would sit at the lunch table at school and listen to those teachers, what their college debts were. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my, my. But uh, I went and my daddy paid for all of mine and, and I'm grateful that uh, uh, college education is not cheap anymore. It's pretty expensive. And uh, I often wonder what one could do without a college education, but there's a lot of things out there that they can do and, and, and fulfill their life by doing that. But I appreciate the opportunity to come and visit with you. I sat down last night and I thought, uh, I was sitting uh, with my grandson, and he's a freshman at UT, and, and uh, he said, Grandmother, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm trying to jot down some things. I have a, a speech tomorrow to do, Sawyer. And, uh, and uh, I said something to the effect that uh, I said, and look at me. Here I am in probably the fourth quarter of my life, uh -huh. Sawyer. He says, oh, don't worry, Grandmother, you'll go into overtime. <laughs> so I hope he's right. I yes. hope he's right. I hope I get to go into overtime. Yes. But uh, all my kiddos, they wonder if, if uh, I even uh, even try to help any, any of them that I'm out busy helping someone in the community and whatnot. But I sat down and I wrote down a few things about uh, the just a little creed or, or traits that people have in their lifetime. And the first one that I, I listed was being true to yourself. You cannot go through life unless you're true to yourself. And you got to have the courage to be true to yourself. And, uh, and then number two, I put down help others. I think you, that's a, the greatest gift one can do is to help others. And, uh, uh, besides just helping yourself, it's easy to help yourself, but skip helping others. And uh, it uh, it's make each day a masterpiece. I wonder how many of us think about that. Every morning when I went to the school, I always had a little quiet prayer that I could make this the best day of my life because I was working with the greatest natural resource on the face of the earth, and that's these young kiddos we have around. And uh, I would pray that what I could give to them would be beneficial to them throughout their life. And a while ago, I had 
1962, I did a program for the, uh, the state of Texas, and they gave me this watch, and I broke it. Hmm. You know, and so I had it out at the jewelers, and I went. They called me, said it was ready, so I went to pick it up. Nearly choked, I said, "Let the judge that's with me today." I said, when I went to pay for it, I said, "What do I owe you?" And they said, "It's fourteen hundred dollars." Whoa! I said, oh my crap! I said, "I can go buy me a new one for that." He said, "You have got a new one." But the state of Texas gave me this watch in 1962. And I probably have worn it nearly every day of my life, except when I broke the chain on it. And uh, I thought, no, I can't, I can't leave it here. I've got to take it, mm -hmm. and get it, pay for it, and, and probably the check will bounce. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Well, you get up the door, you're fun. There you go. There you go. But we we get up in the morning. So I wonder what goes through your mind. I knew I always had to go make mine a masterpiece. <laughs> working with these kiddos, you want them to do their very best. And I had problem child, children. You know, all of you probably grew up with a father and mother in the home. Well, it's not that way this day and time. You're, they're lucky to have, you know, one. And if they're in the home much at that time. And I shall never forget, my first degree was in counseling. And I did it for a year, and I told my husband, I'm not doing this anymore, David. I'll pick up aluminum cans beside the highway before I go back to this. I couldn't stand those stories coming from those kiddos where the parents treated them. So I came back and, and then got a degree in, in English and kinesiology and went on my merry way. But while I was counseling those kiddos, this young lady came in one day and sat down and and she'd been in the office before, and I said, how's your morning going? Not very good, Miss Andrews. And I said, what's, what, what's on your mind? And she got up, she pulled her dress up, and y'all, she was black and blue oh. on both legs where her daddy had beat her that morning before she came to school. I still nearly cried. And I'm thinking, yes, I did report him. I did report him because no one deserves that. I don't care how bad they are. And that's just one of many young ladies that I didn't work with any guys. It was all ladies. And, and uh, had many of them that were abused by their parents. And, and I had, I'll, I'll back up, my mother and daddy were hardworking people. My daddy grew up, his daddy was an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And they put him on pills to get him off, and he got out of those pills, and he went crazy. And Daddy, my daddy witnessed him shooting his mother and then killing himself. And I often thought, we farmed about 1,800 acres, and I often thought I'd be on a tractor in the field, same tractor field that Daddy was in, what he would be thinking about on that tractor. I know he had some hard, tough times. And then we... Mother and daddy had four children, four of us, and we all went to college and got our degrees and we all became teachers. My last little brother went to TCU and was playing football and was coming home, was killed in a car wreck. Mm. So they had a lot of tragedy in their lifetime, but they kept on 
pushing and shoving and going and hitting other people. And it instilled in me that things just will not make you happy. I don't care what anybody says. Things will not do it. Diamond rings, diamond watches, you know, a, a Cadillac car, that won't make you happy. It's helping other people and serving other people that really come home to you. And so uh, I, I, I jotted these things down, and, uh, and I jotted down, always have a friend. And I met the judge. I think he's probably still taking medication and probably will go the rest of his life after he met me. But he was so kind, and he has a wife, and she's peaches and cream. But we'll go to places together, and and uh, he's always been kind to me and, and good to me, and we have a lot of fun. We have a lot in common. Just uh, He deals with people, and I've dealt with a lot of people. But anyway... Uh, we go and come and, and do things, and when I, when I ask him to come with me today, I think he was wondering, oh, do I really want to do this? <laughs> but he did, but, uh, but you've got to have a friend along the way, and he's been my friend, and I've been very appreciative because I, I can go to him with any problem that I have, and he'll, he'll usually answer it for me. He'll usually answer it in, in a good way, a positive way, and everything. So I'm very appreciative to that. But And another thing that I know all of you do, because I've been listening to some of your conversation, this is pray. Pray and pray for guidance. Pray for people leading our country. Y'all, we're in, we're in a tough time. And probably, I'm, I don't mind telling you, I'm 84 years old, but I don't have many more years left on this earth. How, uh, you look around and you think how much more pleasant of a country can we live in? And you start thinking, do we need a, a different president of the United States? Do we need a different governor in the state of Texas? Do we need a different judge in Granger in Texas? Anyway, we face these issues. And a lot of us won't be around to see the outcome of it because we've probably got one foot in the grave and the other one on the banana peel. And, and you know, who's to say? But, uh, but be sure and count your blessings at the closing of every day. Sometimes we get so involved and get busy that we just take for granted that it's all going to come and it's all going to go. But... Uh, all of you, I know, have children, grandchildren, and and uh, I was with my grandson. I have the, my last grandson is a freshman at the University of Texas, and and so we were there with him. This just went last night, and when I started to walk away, I said, "Sorry, do you need any money, hon?" He said, "No, grandmother, I got some money. You gave me some last week, and I still have some." And I said, "Well, let me give you." I had this hundred dollar bill and I handed it to him and he said, he said, grandmother, and he hugged me and he said, I just can't believe you do this for me. 
Well, his mother and daddy both are school teachers, and they work every, nearly every day except Sunday. And uh, and I said, Sawyer, I can do it, and I want to help you. I want you to get that degree, darling. <clears throat> and he he's majoring in geology. He wants to explore the land and clean up the land and everything. <clears throat> and so uh, he's really excited about this. And so the, when we went to the Texas women's basketball game yesterday, he came walking up with this white girl, and we all, uh, we, his mother and daddy were shocked, I was shocked, and so she was just a real cute little old girl, and uh, he introduced us to us, and and uh, he walked over beside me, and was walking beside me, and I said, where did you meet this young lady, Sonia? She's kind of cute. He said, well, we were in the same class, and I said, well, good. I said, where's she from? He said, she's from Corpus Christi, which I'd just been there. And uh, I said, well, treat her like a lady. That's all I ask that you do, just treat her like a lady. He said, I will. I'll be nice to her. And, 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 and he said, but if I get tired of her, I may ditch her. <laughs> I thought, oh, has he not learned a lot? Has he not learned a lot? But anyway, uh, to all of you people that are here, and and uh, I'd love for you to come out to my house and see the museum. I taught, I taught uh, 52 years, and I did uh, I have, it's quite interesting, I had done a, uh, a program with Pat Head Summit, who was the head coach at the University of Tennessee, and I'm going to tell you this, or you're good. She, uh, got where she couldn't remember her players' names. So she goes to Mayo Clinic up in New York, spent a week up there, and when she came home, back to Knoxville, Tennessee, I flew up and spent a week with her and learned what all she did at the Mayo Clinic for losing your mind or can't remember things. You know what they told her to do? They told her to go home, go to HEB, and buy the largest container of coconut oil and you take a heaping tablespoonful of the morning and night. Well, by doggies, I came back home from Knoxville, Tennessee, went to H-E-B, and every morning I'd take a heaping tablespoon of coconut oil, and at night, I'd eat cow manure to keep my brother <laughs> <laughs> I would. People that lose their mind, it's sad, it's Amen. terrible. It's so, you hurt for them. But, uh, but the, the, the people there at Mayo Clinic said that they're finding out that, that uh, coconut oil is doing more for the brain than anything that we can do with medicine. Hmm. So y'all go, if you're struggling or what, go get you some coconut oil and get on it. And but uh, anyway, I, uh, I've had a, an amazing career and I, I still enjoy doing things and helping other people. And, I think that's what life is all about. And I appreciate the opportunity that you gave me to come and share a little bit about about my life. But I'd love for you to come by and live on Highway 51. I pay taxes in Hood County and Parker County. Oh, no. well, that tells you how close I am to the line. And uh, I'm on the right side. It's got Andrews over the gate. But you need to see the museum. I flew out to San Diego and spent three days with Bill Walton. 
And y'all know who Bill Walton is. He's, and uh, he was a big basketball player to you ladies. You might not know all the men probably really familiar with him. But I stayed with him out there three days and he, it was an education. He played for John Wooden of UCLA. Mm -hmm. In 92, I was elected the Walt Disney Teacher of the Year. John Wooden was elected the Honorary Teacher of the Year, and he and I worked together for a year. Oh, I got uh, the, the best education I could have ever gotten from John Wooden of UCLA. He was quite a gentleman and really, and was really, really kind and good. He lost his wife. And, and so he and I started working for Walt Disney because he was the honorary teacher. And he'd call me, and I'm telling you this, he'd call and we'd say, I'll fly out of Los Angeles, Leland. You're going to fly out of DFW. We're going to Knoxville, Tennessee or somewhere to do a program. We got paid very good, well. But anyway, and before he'd hang up, he'd say, Lita, now you go make it a good day. He can't, people say, have a good day, have a good day. No, you go make it a good day, which is pretty important and really truthful. And, and when he passed away, he lived to be 100 years old. Still had sound of mind and was still working and doing things for other people. So you can do it, you can do it. I hope, I don't know if I want to live to be 100, but if I've got my mind, and I can do things, yes, I want to yes. do it, but I'll do anything to keep my mind and try to stay with it because some people just kind of give up and roll over. And don't do that. Hang in there and, uh, and be tough and continue to serve the community, your families, and the Lord. I, I, I encourage you to do that. And thank you for asking me to come. I take any one or two questions. Anybody have a question? Anybody have a question they'd like to ask me? Yeah. Give us your proverb about being kind. It's not always <clears throat> Being kind isn't always easy or convenient, but it has mm -hmm. the potential to change everything. Mm -hmm. She tells me that six times a day. <laughs> <laughs> Being kind isn't always easy or convenient, but it does have the potential to change everything. Just being kind. And that's so hard for so many people to do, to be kind. Yes. And and I tried to teach all my basketball girls that. As a matter of fact, last night I got ready to leave one. One hugged me and said, Miss Andrews, just remember to be kind. And she had forgotten it, and uh, it uh, it takes so little to help someone else. It really does. But anyone have a question you'd like to ask me? Yes, sir. What is your fondest memory? Well, I have a lot of fond memories, but the night we won the state championship in Y'all, one night we went into six overtimes and got wow. one point. Oh, and and I bit the state a number of times playing, but we'd always lose out and we couldn't push it over the hump. But I'd have to say, when we won the state championship, I was at Corpus Christi, Cal Allen, 
I mean, it, at that time, it was uh, it was heartwarming. It really was. And my daddy and mother came. They were there the night we did it, and it was so sweet. My daddy was not a real affection person. You know, he'd say, I love you, or what. But he came down on that floor and just grabbed me and hugged me, and that was worth the whole oh, thing man. right there. And he was so happy. He said, I, I'm just, I didn't know if we'd ever do it or not, Lita. But he made a lot of the ball games. He and Mother made a lot of the ball games because he, I know what kind of life he had. When you see your daddy shoot your mother and then oh, shoot yeah. himself, you know, that's not very hard to fathom. Yeah. And I often thought, and he and I'd go to a field to plow together, and it was about 80 acres, 75 or 80 acres, and he'd be down, and I'd just know what exactly he was going through his mind. And so I was real thankful to have a daddy and a mother that were very kind, very loving, and, and took care of our kids. And I know when my little brother was killed in a car wreck, it, broke, it nearly killed them. It really did. But anyway, if any time uh, you preach, don't you? I try to. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you need to sub. All right. Call me. I sure will. But I've loved being with you folks today, and thank you so much, and and keep up the good job, and and always. Remember to love and be kind and caring. Thank you.